Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to the Deep Dive. Tough week 10. I'm getting my ass handed to me this week, Andy. How you doing? Yeah, the, the Bengals, that wasn't good. No. What are you going to do? You go up against one of the greatest teams maybe ever assembled. <laughs> this is the big bad doesn't practice all week, comes out fresh. Maybe they should let him have Rona break every week. Like, yeah. ah, Ben, you know, just take take the week off. Sit on the couch. Oh, Drew Locke threw a pick. Was it That's a pick six? That dream. Yeah, that would have been nice. It wasn't a pick um, six? Other was a, kind of a eventful. Russell Wilson has another bad week. Uh, body weight call, which is a stupid call anyway. And then everyone who argued it was a stupid call, including me, it's like, oh, shoot. Like he, he hurt a star quarterback, though, with it. So we got to see Jameis time. Burroughs looks lost today. Uh, Murray might have a chance here as we sit to make a late comeback. They would need a touchdown, not a field goal. We've got a 6-2 and two team versus a 3-5 and five team tonight, although the good team is on the road. So a little tougher. We actually bet that one. Should be fun going forward on that. And, yeah, I'm ready for next week. I, I got a teaser closing out with the Bears on Monday, so something to be interested in tomorrow at least, too. Okay. Well, let's go through the card. Let's start with the morning stuff here. Um, again, not a great day for me. I only had one in the morning, and it was the Philadelphia Eagles, and they were just flat-out awful. Their defense was so underwhelming. Uh, it's tough to really wrap your head around how they could play that poorly off the bye with that many people coming back from injury. And yet here we are. The Giants are very much alive in the NFC East, and the Eagles are terrible. Um, but let's let's go with uh, let's go with Washington Detroit first, since that's the first in rotation order. Did you have any action on this one? Did you get any Washington at halftime? I mean, Detroit can't play with the lead. We know that. I went to I went to the bar for a bit. Walked down the alley. Didn't bet a lot of second halves. Watched some golf. I didn't have any bets in the early slate. And really, the only thing, and somebody asked me this, I wish I would have answered them before the Chubb ran out of bounds, where I said, I did say I was willing to bet Cleveland at three. I wanted to know a few things about injuries. Once the injuries got there, I just didn't grab a number fast enough. Number got away from me. All of a sudden, it's very expensive, three, three and a half, a four. I didn't want to bet those. And then when he was running, I was watching them. I'm like, motherfucker, it would have cashed. It would have cashed. And then he goes out of bounds. I'm like, oh, Lord, Lord of mercy. I can't, I can't imagine having a three and a half watching that happen in, in full time. I would have thrown up. So yes. I, I would have bet the three and it wouldn't have mattered. So it's, it's almost as if I did bet the three. I got my money back anyway. Um, Will didn't get banished. He got, uh, he got a cool new office. Me? Oh yeah, no. Somebody no, no, asked no, if you got banished to the dormer. No, that's a, that's the cool recording <laughs> spot. So yeah, no action for me in the early games. But I'm in the library, I guess. Some, Usually, some I'm facing games. this way. Some fun games. I, oh, I don't want to mess up my camera. Oh shit! Almost messed up my camera. Sorry. Um, trying to be a smartass here. Sorry, man. The uh, the but yeah, Detroit Washington is the first in the rotation order. I don't think we learned anything really about either of these teams. Um, that was pretty. Uh, meaningless game, I guess. Uh, Washington fought back to tie. They were a good bet live because Detroit's not great with the lead. Otherwise, I didn't really take anything away from that. I agreed with you on Cleveland being the look earlier in the week. 
that number got away from me too. Didn't play it. Very thankful. Um, that total again, wind in Cleveland apparently is impossible to score period. Like forget about it. There's no chance. Like you're not going to score. Um, they can't make a, those totals low enough when there's 20 mile an hour winds. Uh, the, the, um, you're, I guess your uh, camera went. My camera's all fucked up. You are Sorry, really man. garbly. Um, uh, are you guys joking with us? Uh, you know, we kind of talked about this since we do release this as a podcast the next day. We're trying not to talk about the late games as much because it's just absolutely worthless. You know, <laughs> to anyone who listens to this tomorrow. But did did they really catch a hail mary? Arizona won the game. Wow, Hopkins. Really? Wow, that's amazing. Talk about a crazy-ass game. I don't want to say that I might have had some alternate spreads in that one, but I did have some alternate spreads in that one. What? That feels pretty good. I took an over six or an over wow. 59 as well. That's all they you would know? give me. What? That is amazing. Won't kick the extra I th- point, I suppose. I thought we were going to um, land in the middle there uh, on the total. Did you take both sides? Uh, no, I didn't. I missed. I missed the fifty-six and a half, and so then I was like, "Well, now I'm too close. This is too close, so I'm going to pass." Um, um, back to the wow, early games. that went over, over, over. Yeah, the the early AM games we had. Um, I guess what is what do we make of Houston going forwards? This Romeo Cornell, Deshaun Watson thing is just sad. It's sad. Yeah, I mean, and there was talk before this of like they might just stick with Romeo Cornell, which. I guess I that would not be what I would have done to begin with, but either way, that'd be a rough look. Like, don't do that. That's He's a fine defensive coordinator, I'm sure, but I don't think he's the answer for head coach, especially when there's some guys out there. Like, there's a couple of off, There's two or three offensive coordinators where, you know, you should probably just go grab one of these guys instead. Find an offensive guy. Like we, we don't need more defensive-minded head coaches. That's where I would go with. Uh, so don't love that. Didn't watch a ton of that game, but boy. Um, what they, they didn't score till the fourth quarter. And it, to be fair, the Browns had three going into it. It was an <laughs> ugly, ugly game. Um, I guess they should, probably should have lost 17-7 to if you want to count that last touchdown. Watson, 20 for 30, 163 and a touchdown. Again, this is one I'm going to have to dig back into. I'm probably going to have to downgrade him off this just based off how they play. Weather, you know, we said Watson and weather, not great, but still, you gotta have you got to have something better than this against a Cleveland defense that can be scored upon. Uh, I might downgrade both teams depending how bad this weather was, and I know, I know it was nasty there. Dude, the total in Arizona, I mean, the side in Arizona Buffalo closed minus three. And Arizona went for the two-point conversion. I think they just had to kneel on it. Left. I think they just kneeled it. But does time doesn't run off the clock when you're running the extra point? They kneeled the two-point conversion. Time? Yeah, I guess they, they, there was like two seconds left. They just didn't want to kick it and have it. Well, because a two-point a two-point swing would lead, lead to a tie. So if some if there was some fuckery and the ball was fumbled. Or you know something where happened yeah, where the extra yeah, point was blocked, yeah. you could have a okay. run back. So that's Got probably it. the right call. Okay, uh, that makes total sense. Thank you. Weird, that makes total, weird total ending sense. though. Obviously, total sense. We we thought that was going to stay under, and then we had all those points in the fourth quarter. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, another one that was weird. Uh, Green Bay ekes out a four-point win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, yeah, I mean, there Juice was a Luton special frisky. teams turn there. There was a couple big bombs by Aaron Rodgers. That one, again, another wind game that flew under the total. Uh, 44 points scored, even though the first half was pretty high scoring. Uh, no real adjustment for me on Jacksonville. I don't think they're – I mean, I guess credit to Juice Luton. First ever rookie start on the road in Lambeau, and he was fine. Um, but uh, not fine enough to win the game, not fine enough to put it away. Couldn't score late. Um, Green Bay, n- nothing's changing my opinion about that game for, from Green Bay. They are who they, we think they are. Um, Philly, New York Giants, we talked about yeah, a little I mean, bit. Just Jack- oh, Jacksonville had like four yards per play, man. It was. It's not like Luton was good. If you and if you took, uh, I guess if you took the Jags plus fourteen, good for you. You got it. You were. A, I almost want to say Lutton, so I want to say Lutton for punishment. But you got your win. <laughs> he was eighteen of thirty-five for one sixty-nine, a pick and a touchdown. They had four point three yards per play, and they got themselves, a, you know, a touchdown on the. That was the best. They kept showing that at the bar. And I was narrating it because the sound is off. And when he, like, does this to the punter, I just say, boogity. <laughs> and the, the punter would jump back. That was the most hilarious thing. I, I don't know what that punter, just dive at his legs trying to trip him up. It Was Was that a funnier fun. tackle attempt or the Phillip Rivers where he went as, like, a turtle on the Phillip track? Rivers still has the crown. But it was funny because he just, like, jumped back. Like, what are, you, what are we doing here? Just run into his legs. Do something. So, mm-hmm. that, I mean, that a little bit of a... I don't. I don't want to say like Jacksonville backers didn't deserve the cover. Oh yeah, they definitely it was. Did. It wasn't. It wasn't as close as we thought. Just a, a special teams gaffe. Yeah. True. True. I mean, one of the major takeaways for today is the defense and special teams mattered for the first time in a long time. In a lot of these yeah. games, that was kind of the deciding factor on Thursday night football special teams. I felt like in the second half for the Colts, uh, defense mattered big time today for all the sides that I lost. That's for sure. Um, Philadelphia's defense was so freaking disappointing and really just Philadelphia top to bottom coming out of the bye playing that poorly was just was atrocious. I mean, Doug Peterson, what are you doing? Like that was, uh, that was such a bad game plan from jump street giants. Re- I, I like the giants. I felt like barely even ever call- they weren't even calling efficient offense and they were just matriculating the ball down the field with ease. It was absolutely insane. Um, I, I don't know. We joked that was, when that uh, was so somebody brought this up to the the Daniel Jones tripping play from a few weeks back when like the next gen stats people got a hold of that and said it was like the fastest run of anybody in, in the history of mankind or whatever and they and we joked like but he is kind of fast like I I don't know if it, he's a bigger dude once he gets that momentum going he really does truck and he is a nice runner like the. The patience he showed to, you know, kind of stop and then shoot through that hole on that first touchdown—that was a nice run. Like he has, he has vision when he has the ball in his hands. He's yeah. not a great passer, and they need some more weapons. But he might be with with the right, you know, with the right co- yeah teaser of the century. I think it pushed the uh, since I didn't get it in anything. Um, but he he could probably be serviceable or maybe even good with the right quarterback coach. Offensive coordinator combination. So I'm not I'm not all out on Danny Dimes yet, but boy, uh, that was more of the Eagles losing the game. The Eagles played horrid. Dude, they conceded 400 yards to one of the worst offenses in football. Um, they were 0 and 9 on third down today. 0 and 9. That is 
unbelievably pretty pathetic. Uh, they were one for three on fourth down. They got outgained. Everything about this was just uh, one-sided. I, honestly, a 10-point game feels generous to the Eagles. <laughs> like They should have lost by more, I felt like. Uh, they got outplayed so completely. Um, Dan, Daniel Jones was good. He was down. He was fine. Uh, you know, running that offense, he was good. Uh, and honestly, like I said, if they had a, a a better play caller than Jason Garrett, uh, I think that this Giants team would be, you know, this is, would be like an eight and eight type of team. Clearly, um, you know, in the mix and potentially winning the NFC East. Now, I don't know. I really, I don't have a read at all on what happens from here. The Eagles were such a disappointment today. Um, Tampa, Carolina. Did you see uh, Tom Brady bounce back? He scored forty six points. Any thoughts? Yeah, it's a bad defense. Like uh, some people made some cases, and some, some people made some good cases for Carolina, and just said you're not going to get two weeks in a row where they look like that. Especially, you're not going to get the pressure on Tom with the uh, with the Carolina pass rush. And if you don't get the pressure on him, and he's not frazzled, and he's back there looking at all those receivers, they're going to be just fine. I don't know why I left it off the card, but um, that was. I don't want to say like a super easy win because Carolina still moved the ball nicely at a few points, but they just can't keep up with an offense like that. Winning their defense is really bad. So uh, going forward, just probably another downgrade to the defense for uh, Carolina and Tampa. I didn't I didn't downgrade them all that much. Yeah, that's a good point. I forgot. I hadn't gone through all my injuries yet. Teddy hurt Teddy. at the end. Yeah. We need updates on that. I'm, I'm, it looks I'm bad guessing it'll me. be off the board. It looked bad to me, and if they go with who's a PJ Walker the backup? Yes, he was good for Houston Roughnecks, right? He was he was a Roughnecks legend, truthfully. So he's no Garrett Gilbert, but he was good. No, Garrett Gilbert's um, the AAF. Yeah, uh, he was the AAF MVP, right? Or he should have been. Um, I think they gave if they had else. completed the season. Uh, okay, so that was the morning Very games. Nice. I agree. I don't. I honestly, other than downgrading Philadelphia. And slight, and I mean, I guess another downgrade for Houston. If you have them anywhere close to their prior, um, you need to continue to downgrade that team. Other than those two, I don't really think you can make much change out of any of these teams based on the results we saw in the morning. Cleveland's rushing attack is still fucking spectacular. Um, they probably shouldn't even pass the ball. They should just run, run, run whenever Wyatt Teller's healthy. Um, let's move to the afternoon and let's talk Denver Vegas first. Um, this game was real, real weird. Uh, I think, I, you know, Denver almost scores at the end of that first half. That would have made it 12 to 10 going that into halftime. Yeah, there was some fluky, fluky bounces in this one that just really made the game tough to evaluate. I don't have a read one way or the other. Denver's defense is still fraudulent, but how they were effectively held, they held the, the Broncos to six points, more or less, outside of garbage time here, which is surprising because their defense is bad. Um, would you put that more on Ve- Vegas Raiders are figuring something out defensively, or was this just just brutal inefficiency by uh, the Denver Broncos? Yeah, it's just another team coached by a defensive head coach, I guess, with a yeah. kind of a bad quarterback. I mean, he made four bad picks. He threw four picks today. He threw four picks today. He spread Ooh. the ball around. Like, I can't say enough nice things about all these wide receivers, they have a ton of good pass catchers. Yeah. But yeah, the 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 flip there at the end where it was a touchdown and then called back on a hold. Like when something gets called back on a clear hold, and it was like, oh, that's what sprung him. 
I don't yeah. get too mad. No. But when something gets called back on ticky-tack you know, bullshit, ticky-tack thing that on the other side of the field that didn't matter for the play, that's where I get a little I have a little issue and I'm I get pissy, especially when essentially the you know it it was it could have changed, you know, butterfly effect. It could have changed the whole outlook of the game. Sure. And it uh yeah, we didn't end up getting our total there. So that one sucked. Is uh is the Drew Lock experiment over? I mean, Denver move on after this year? Is this the decisive I, game you needed to see from him? That he's not I the guy? Would. Yeah, I mean the biggest thing and people people were quick to point this out. Lots of people did point this out. The sample size we had with him last year against the teams he played last year was not it wasn't good. They weren't good defenses. And no, they didn't no, 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 no. It was a totally so, biased sample. Yeah, it's uh, like the good Dr. Eric says when evaluating young quarterbacks, they can be encouraging, but they might not be good yet. So he was encouraging. We found out he's not good. And again, it could be some play calling or the coaching there as well. But uh, right now I'm, I'm leaning towards not good. And you don't want to waste all these good young receivers. Find someone else. This is turning into a massive quarterback draft in the next couple of years. Yeah. This is this is the funny one. I think that is a good one. Some funny comments from. Why do, what's going on with my my uh my? Are you are you hardwired in or what are you doing? Are you on I must have, I must have kinked the damn thing or something. No, I'm on Wi-Fi. That maybe that's the problem. Yeah, you don't want to do Wi-Fi. Hmm. We are getting some openers, aren't we? All right. Um. Yeah, I mean, we'll touch on the other ones real quick, and then we'll get to the Sunday openers. I guess if uh, if the Raiders' defense is going to be this good, are they going to be for squarely in the wild card spot? Then they're going to take one of those three in the AFC. I, I still don't think their defense is good, but their offense might be enough to make up for it. So I, I still like the offense. Okay. I think they're in the yes, they're they're in the hunt for playoffs for sure. Okay. Um, how about uh, as we trickle down the afternoon card, Buffalo Arizona? We talked about a little bit, but let's go into that in a little bit more detail. Another very weird game. Uh, Buffalo was. Buffalo was yeah Apple oh my gosh so I, like the red zone inefficiency so in this one was so was so tough to watch uh, having an over ticket it was just like it was like a nightmare it was like a waking nightmare uh, it got to sixty two in the end so everybody can breathe a sigh of relief but um, uh, sh- you know sh- I guess Arizona was a hot side this week they got bet pretty hard I didn't understand it um, they probably didn't deserve the win uh, based on the fact that it was a hail mary pass. Um, and, you know, this is obviously this complicates the AFC. I mean, the NFC West big time. Uh, I think what Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals are all now knotted up. Seahawks are, are on the back end of this because they've lost two uh, in division yeah. now. They're all six and three. And the Seahawks are now in basically third in, in division because they've lost to both. They've lost head to heads against both the Rams and the Cardinals now. That's so. This was today was a huge leverage flip in the NFC West. Yep. There's a, um, just as we said with uh, New Orleans and what they were able to do last Sunday night and get that uh, sweep. Um, and yeah, Tampa's two and two in division now. I mean, start looking at division records. Those are going to come into play here soon. Sometimes it's, it's tough to remember. Like, oh shoot, they lost a couple early division games, and that's going to come into play when the team splits. In New Orleans' case, you know they have the sweep over Tampa, which is massive. Ram Seattle is going to come down to some tiebreakers. I bet that'll be yeah, fun to all. Everybody in that division won except the Niners, and obviously you weren't expecting them to win. Hmm. 
Okay. Uh, what uh, else? What well, else was there for the afternoon? I guess uh, does, I, does Miami they, Chargers? I didn't watch a look. No, at no we'll go back. Uh, going back, uh, I need your thoughts real quick on Buffalo. What do you do about Buffalo blowing that game? I mean, I guess like like short of the hail mary, was it fair to upgrade Buffalo? I mean, Buffalo was really crushing offensively through stretches there. I really feel like they should have won that game. Yeah, it was just uh, we we said, are we going to get good Josh Allen or bad Josh Allen? The Josh Allen you saw for the first couple weeks where. Um, people of limited intelligence were saying he should be the MVP or the Josh Allen of like a couple weeks stretch where he was bad and then you know a little bit of in between and I think that's kind of what we got was the in between he had some really nice throws at times uh the throw to Diggs a couple the throw to Beasley was an amazing catch but that was a bad throw like he threw it high and you know you can sometimes you do need to throw it high with where the defenders are but also know which receiver you have out here Beasley's like 5'2 so the the interceptions, couple bad ones. Uh, he's still a weapon, though. He's still he's still got these pieces around him. They're almost like the Raiders with a little upgraded quarterback. Where it is a really fun offense at times, but if the defense plays like that, and I can't fault him for for a hail mary. I mean, that's a I, I, a coin flip's obviously much not the right word, but. Uh, Sometimes shit happens. It's, it's fair to uh, it's fair to scrutinize the Bills a little bit for conceding 217 yards rushing, um, 6.2 yards per rush. The Bills conceded today. That's bad. That's real bad. Um, yeah, that was nasty. Nasty by their defense. But you know, it's I guess yeah. Thankfully, that got over. If I and, stayed and this under, is a good I would, point. By, this would have been a meltdown I mean, pod. This guy's a basketball guy, and maybe he shouldn't be commenting on football, but he does bring up a good point just this one time. That's fair. That yeah. All those field goals. Yeah, we did bring that up a little. Like, if you get one of those into the end zone, it makes a big difference. Those were like 23-yard field goals. That changes the the landscape of the game. So I always I love I when, a, when a women's – I always love when a women's tennis handicapper can make a relevant NFL point. That's great. That's good. That's how you know That's how you know the world's changing. That's good. Um, Seattle Rams. Let's talk about this one a little bit. Um, Didn't watch Mr. it. Mr. Bad for you. Oh my God. Seattle was just so disappointing on this one. Defense mattered. I slandered the Rams defense all week last week, saying they played no one. They were going to get shown up. Seattle was going to boat race them here. Uh, Seattle puts together an absolutely resistance free first drive and then their defense was just nowhere to be seen for the rest of the game their their offense was nowhere to be seen for the rest of the game um you know a couple of high, extremely impressive high leverage plays by the rams defensively in this one they were ready for this game they were ready for the game plan that the seahawks were going to roll out here um it was closer than the 10 than the seven point margin but uh cl did not deserve the cover they does not deserve to win um, the turnovers and 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 uh, kind of key penalties for Seahawks are becoming a real problem. Uh, two picks and a fumble loss for them today. Uh, couldn't force a pick against Jared Goff, even though Goff has been very suspect this season overall. Um, I don't know, man. The Seahawks team, I, I'm not sure. I'm not as disappointed in them as I was in the Eagles, um, but this was pretty bad, especially coming off that super embarrassing performance against the Bills defensively. The fact that that they they still couldn't really muster up something you know something impressive in division in such a such an important spot. Um, what were your major takeaways? Didn't watch much of this one, but I caught a lot of the red zone stuff. I had red zone on the other monitor. Um, yeah, it feels like I put a lot of this on what McVeigh could muster up, 
And I think he mustered up kind of a in-between. I don't think it was like some great game plan. It was more like Seattle lost this game, I think. Is yes. That, is that your take? Yeah. Like, Absolutely. I don't think the Rams went out and snatched this one. It was Seattle played very poorly, and the Rams played well enough to win by 10. They probably should have won by more. If the Rams play as well as they could, Rams should have won this by like three touchdowns. Like Seattle was just shooting themselves in the foot in multiple areas. So, yeah, that I think it's the right result based on what we saw. And Russell, again, struggling, making a few bad decisions. Which is just odd because and you can say like, oh, it's just regression because he was amazing. He was on pace to throw like seventy touchdowns and four picks. And like, yeah, regression usually doesn't happen this fast. Like, this isn't that's not a real thing. Like we don't we don't get instant regression like this. But I mean, it is for the past few weeks apparently. How many did he have? Just how many picks today? He had two picks today. His EPA per play was negative for the first time this season. Um, it was a it was just a downright awful performance in every. Uh, every sense of the word from for, for him, he was twenty three of of thirty eight, uh, which is uh, I'm guessing his completion percentage against expectation was way below his standard this season, uh, minus two point oh percent. So he was two percent lower than expected completing passes he was throwing. Um, yeah, negative e per, EPA per play from Russell Wilson is shocking the way he's that been takes playing him this up season. To- Takes him up to ten interceptions. That puts him in such fine <laughs> Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins. I'm just gonna assume Daniel Jones threw one today. That put him. I don't think that. he did. Maybe he didn't. He's worse than Daniel Jones. Yeah. See, and yeah, and then the Seahawks defense uh, is not good. So that's gonna be it. when Russell has a bad day. It's it's what we saw of the Bills when the Bills went on their little you know skid there. Josh yeah. Allen was not playing good, and the defense isn't good enough to make up for that. So if he's playing poorly, the defense, they, they just can't do it. They can't keep up to this. They, they're they not going to hold teams to, like, 15 points, and right. Russell wins a game by only scoring 21. This is a team that's had to score almost 30 points every game, and they have. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. Was, uh, um, yeah, the Miami game I did. I, I said teaser leg of the century was uh, – uh, Chargers plus eight. That's another one that I didn't bet because I couldn't find a leg for it. <laughs> now, now it's, it's it was a wash. Eight, eight. probably didn't deserve yeah. the wash. Um, you skipped over San Francisco, New Orleans. Did you have thoughts on that? Yeah, I was real puzzled. Like, is Taysom not a backup quarterback then? I guess not. They, He's only they a gadget him, quarterback. Like, Twenty million dollars to be a gadget I, guy. Only for gadget stuff. Couldn't find a legs frog. I couldn't find a second leg frog leg for the Chargers. Yeah, it's only gadget stuff. Um, I don't know. We'll have to look into how Drew Brees is feeling. I don't think it's like some massive downgrade though. You can Jameis some practice time. I think he'll be just fine in the system as well. What um, do we think? Uh, is it Jameis time for the extended period here? I would. What's your what was what What's your estimate for Brees? Um, no idea. He looked okay. Like I, I don't. He didn't look like he was dying on the sidelines. He was only questionable to return. Yeah, I think I think they're fine just putting him in. Maybe it was uh, the game's how the game was shaping up, and the fact that they had plenty of plays that they could call for, you know, just like dink and dunk to Kamara, just get us out of here. Let's not have Drew take too many more hits. What did you think of um, San Francisco offensively? Downgrade them. 
Nick Mullins was pretty bad in the second half today. I was they they showed some fire and some fight early, and then it just all fell apart. Um, they were they had they had goal to go uh, in that fourth quarter. They could have gotten their twenty points, but they uh, they threw uh, they throw a pick. Um, yeah. Here's a really yes good point. downgrade San Francisco. Is San Francisco Bill, kind of the Bills bottom? lost Miami no. one. That tightened up. Oh yes. Spills are now seven and three, heading into their bye week. Miami is six and three. They've already had their bye. Uh, if just kind of doing a cursory look at their schedules down the they stretch, they need to play a really bad quarterback this week to get a win, so their defense can carry them. Oh, it's Denver. Cool. <laughs> well, I mean, if they can't get by the Denver, then their next game is at the Jets. So uh, they'll get right here eventually. Uh, no, that Miami is clicking in all cylinders right now. Um, that was looked like a pretty effortless win from them today. Like they had some, they had some, they made some errors and it still wasn't especially close. Um, this Dolphins team is for real. Their defense is for real. Their pass defense, especially, is is good. Um, I was surprised that they weren't. I mean, you know, they they were not a, a heavily bet side this week. Uh, some serious uh, action came in on the Chargers over the course of the week. Pushed that number down to about. A plus one um and miami had they showed out they were great they were solid the chargers didn't have any answer um yeah miami is in the mix talking about andrew van ginkle for defensive player of the year (laughs) the guy the guy just makes like some wild he's not even a starter i don't think he's just on the field by accident to get like a fumble recovery or like something crazy on uh, he went Blocking to Iowa punt. Western Community College. Did he block a punt today? Was that where I recognized him? I, I think that's what – I think he's blocked a couple punts now. Like, it's just always – they're like, oh, it was Andrew Van Ginkle again. Like, who is this guy <laughs> just coming out of nowhere? I love him. Like, he's my – Special teams my player of the year. Yeah. Is that, a, is that an award? Can you get that? We, we can – how about – why don't we make we'll award that it. an award? We'll award it, yeah. We'll award the special teams we'll player some, of the we'll year, do an this award. year this year. Should we do an award ceremony our own? Absolutely. Yes, at absolutely. The yeah, because they all yeah. screwed up. I think we do a better job. Yeah, absolutely. We, we should. We'll do some betting awards. That'll be a ton of fun. That'll be more fun than Week 17 handicap. I'll tell you that much. Um, okay, just cursory looking down the schedule. Uh, Buffalo goes into their bye. They got Chargers, Niners, Steelers, Denver, Pats, and they finish off with the Dolphins at home in cold Buffalo. Uh, week 17 probably decides the division because those are some those are some winnable games for them down the stretch. Not a lot of like high. Not a lot of uh, teams that are going to put a ton of pressure on them outside of Pittsburgh. Um, so that's that's a that's a nice stretch for Buffalo. Miami similarly has Jets, Bengals. They got the Chiefs, and then they finish with the Pats. Two road games for Miami at the Raiders at Buffalo. So hopefully they sneak in as a wild card, and we can fade the hell out of them in the playoffs on their third straight roadie. Uh, I want, what do you think? I want that. Yeah, I want that game. The last game of this year. I want that to be for the division. Oh that yeah, that should fun. be the week seventeen prime timer. Sunday night football week oh, seventeen. Oh my god, can you make that, that make be... that the prime timer? Make it for the like you can't make it. I'm asking someone to rig the league, but that'd be awesome if it were for the division at the end of the year. Just looking down at the other potential matchups, I'm not seeing any that are likely to decide the division except for that one. Um, potentially, Arizona Rams could decide the West. Uh, potentially. Uh, no, Giants Dallas isn't going to decide the East. 
uh, yeah, no, it's only those two. It could, it, it's, it, it's either uh, Rams Cardinals to decide the West, or it's uh, Finns Bills to decide the East. Those are yeah. the only two good. Those are the only two good games of, at all in Week Seventeen. Week Seventeen is pretty bad. Um, all right, forget about all this. Let's uh, um, let's look at uh, look ahead uh, to Week Eleven. Uh, I got to get right, man. I need a bailout because I'm at like I think I'm at one and four right now for this week. Um, not good, not good. Thursday night football was was so sweet, and then this Sunday has just been bad, 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 bad. It's too much. Spent too much time yeah, thinking tonight's... about the Masters. Um, I need a bailout though. I need the Ravens fun, and the though. Bears to bail me out, man. It's so weird having golf during football. Um, what do you think? Looking ahead. We got numbers up. Let's look. Yeah. What's Thursday night football this week? Starting to populate. What's Thursday night football is Seattle coming off a gross performance, hosting Arizona, coming off a dramatic win. Seattle is minus four. Let me uh, pop, pop, pop over my power numbers. I make Seattle minus 2.5. Yeah, that's about where I'm at, too. Why is it four? <laughs> this is a rematch, Russell obviously. Wilson, yeah, Russell Wilson. It's a rematch of a, uh, of a very overtime yeah overtime game where Seattle went in as three-point chalk. Cardinals were heavily bet in that game. Cardinals came away with the win. Flew over the total. The total was never in doubt in that one. Um, Arizona is not going to be able to run as effectively on this team as what they have the last couple games. Um, that doesn't really change their identity much. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury has one Thursday night football game under his belt. Last year he played the Niners, and they played them tough on Thursday night football. I think they... They stayed inside the number on that in that game, um, so he knows how to put together a decent game plan on a short week. Um, I'm so gun shy on Seattle after getting my ass kicked today. I don't think I can go yeah, back I'm, to well with I'm this actually, team. I'm going to bet the card. Like I just make this far enough off where I'm going to bet them, and I, I I would see Cardinal money coming in. You think it closes three? The Seahawks. Five. The Seahawks got bet against big time this week because of the injuries to the cornerbacks. I don't think that mattered much today. It was the offense that stunk. LOL. LOL. I mean, the fact that the Seahawks, I mean, I know the the Rams didn't have to score because they were, they were milking a lead. Um, But the fact that the Rams, you held the Rams to 23. If you're Seattle, that's a win. That's a good job by you. The fact that you only scored 16 was just pathetic. Um, I don't know. I just, I just bet him plus four. I, my okay. numbers are far enough off, and I'm trusting how these. I'm not. Uh, if I was going to do anything, I would say I'm not upgrading Arizona right now, and I'm likely not doing anything outside of downgrading Seattle. If I had to do anything, I would downgrade Seattle a titch. I'm going to look at the box score tonight or tomorrow and decide on that. But. At that point, I make it less of a favorite. So I, I'm I exactly would, the same as you, number one. I would want to bet more. You know, the, the only reason I would change anything would be to make Arizona a smaller, uh, a bigger dog or a less of a dog in my ratings. And I'm going to take the four. It's crossing, especially, you know, it's only a, like 1.6 points of value, I guess, but it is crossing the three for me. Did you, you know, lay 115? 
Did you lay one? Did you lay one fifteen? I lay minus one ten somewhere. Okay. All right, I like that play. Where I'm going to skip this it's a game place just because where there's a lower vig. Okay, nice. It's called low vig. Um, I I uh, I'm going to skip this game, but I agree with your look. Any interest in this total? Uh, what's the weather going to be like? Fifty six and a half, about right. This total should be a trillion. Like it's fifty six and a half, probably taken over. But again, if we see some of that, oh man, that'd be. Can you imagine me betting the over if I have the Cardinals and they do some of these 23-yard 23 23 field goals again? I'll lose yeah. my goddamn gourd. Yeah. I can't handle it. My heart's, my heart's not good for that. So. Uh, okay, so the forecast. Looking ahead here. Look at this guy. Got it at five. Good job, Sean Christian. We're a little slow nice. on the uptake on these early ones. Thursdays, uh, mostly cloudy with a shower. 49 degrees. 13 mile an hour wind gusts. Not big deal to take it over, oh. but 56, 56 and a half is fair. Um, okay. I thought, yeah, I if, thought, I, if uh, you made me bet a total, I, there's no sense betting it under. Like, look what happened with Arizona quick strike, even without the Hail Mary. Like, it's a team that can score fast. Yeah, you know what? Especially if Russ is going to be generous with the ball again. So yeah, there's only one way to bet and that. The, the one of the reasons I don't, I don't I know like, if it goes up a lot though. Like, how much room does it have before there'd be resistance? Not a ton. No, um, I no, I don't think so either. Um, the um, one that. of the reasons I liked Seattle against the Rams today is because I was basically like, yeah, I dare you, Jared Goff, to beat me downfield, um, which is where Seattle is most vulnerable. Um, I don't dare. I don't want to ask that same question of Kyler Murray with DeAndre Hopkins and. Christian Kirk, like they can beat you downfield, and, and they did, and they did. Yes, um, so this is not a great matchup. Seattle defensively, uh, I think there will be plenty of points in this one. I don't know if Russell Wilson gets right all of a sudden. I'm not sure what's going on. Their game planning is not as good all of a sudden. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, I guess, it was bound to. There was bound to be some regression, and we're seeing it in in just short order here. Um, and there's no specific reason it would all of a sudden flip and he would be just electric again even though he does that in prime time sometimes cleveland minus three a juicy minus three i make this 3.9 kind of want to bet it just based on how bad phillies looked i can find a three minus 16 don't hate that i bet some people probably like that (laughs) like uh it's gonna be hard to uh it's going to be hard to back Philly at any point right now, the way they looked. And I don't know Man. if we saw the best of Cleveland, obviously, in the weather. This one is, again, another home game for Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a massive think, advantage on this, but I kind of want to bet it. Okay, no, I'm with you. I think three is a fair, fair number, but I kind of want to bet it, too, just because of how disappointing Philadelphia is. Um the long term. Yeah, I haven't even downgraded here. Philly yet, and I make it almost uh, a four. Oh really? Oh okay. So we're not this not close on the numbers then. I'm because I'm at two and a half with four. I downgrade Philly. Yeah, I haven't I haven't touched anything yet. These are okay. Just so last week's numbers. Sunday, so, we're gonna see uh, a couple of showers are possible. Sixty degrees, twelve mile an hour winds, gust twenty nine. So that's gonna be another another gross one. Twenty nine mile an hour gusts. By the lake. Philly uh, ran the ball decent, both backs, but against 
again, uh, bad defense. Not that Cleveland's great. Probably just gonna lay off this for now. I would not. I guess here's the question: Like, what do you think Philly? What do you think of Cleveland's running attack against this Philly defense? Philly was giving up gashes to Alfred Morris and Wayne Gallman today, and Daniel Jones Man. run amok on them. Are <laughs> <laughs> we not gonna see Baker scampering down the field? Man, I've just got the like the ESPN notification telling me to watch the Hail Mary. I haven't seen it yet. I'm I'm waiting. I waiting for my wedding night. For this Save one. it, man. I'm saving Save it. it. Save yourself. Sure. All right, I'm betting. Okay, I've, I don't. I don't. I'm not stopping you. I mean, firing. Phil, God, Philly's linebackers Ooh, were moving. so bad today. Philly's linebackers were. Bad. Is it going to three and a half? Twenty. I paid minus twenty one for it. For for the flat three. Yeah. Yeah, the going. Eagles are a mess. Cleveland can play a lot better. And uh, as, man, dude, come on. Like, your username's not great. Is that a Bitcoin address? It's not long enough. <laughs> Either way, this guy says gross weather yeah, does favor. Uh, it'll it'll favor an under, too, and that's why we're seeing this total. Both teams do have some decent running backs. Boston Scott not bad today. Um, anyway, yep, I'm on Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, if you're giving up 17-yard rushes to Wayne Gallman Jr. and 10-yard rushes to Alfred Morris, then Nick Chubb and and Kareem Hunt are going to fuck you up. So, <laughs> yeah, I get that. Uh, Atlanta, New Orleans. Atlanta's coming off their bye. New Orleans probably going to have Jameis Winston unless Breeze makes a full recovery. Um, they have adjusted this number down half a point. That's it. Uh, so the look ahead was seven here. It's going to be six and a half now. Uh, does that check out to you? I make it 6.9. Okay. Pre-adjustment. Okay. But a pre-adjustments and then also, you know, Atlanta. Atlanta coming off a bye. And then New Orleans, I have not done any adjustments. And we'll see what happens with the quarterback. So staying away from this, even though I did kind of just say I don't think it matters. Which Atlanta's been the hot side two games in a row. They, their offenses look fun. We'll see what happens when they get a little pass rush in their face. Okay. You think uh, the Saints' defense is like they've, they're have they fully clicking now? No, they're like still they, not a great defense, but the pass rush has been okay. They the, have Saints defense, the Saints' defense is putting up big, big boy numbers last two weeks. Huh. They only got two sacks today. That's not just They're putting up big boy numbers in terms of uh, just efficiency stats, though. Yeah. San Francisco is one for three in the red zone. Uh, Saints, I mean, you can look at a turnover in two ways. You can either egregiously turn the ball over, the other team can turn you over. That's something I look at when I do dig into box scores. Like, it can be a little deceiving when it's just a couple of really poorly tipped pat like the receiver just has a bounce off his hands and goes in the wrong way like think of larry fitzgerald today like that's a freak interception you can't put that on the quarterback no like he could have thrown a better ball but that's not like uh that was not an interceptable pass that's not Kirk cousins yeah. just throwing it right at a guy so something to look at in that one but i i don't think i'll be making much of a difference on new orleans we'll wait in the quarterback thing they forced last week they forced tom brady and all those weapons into their worst offensive performance of the season uh and this week they held a kyle shanahan team to minus 1.8 expected points per play which is among their lowest of the season as well so that was a very uh a very strong performance by the saints defense they may be peaking what do you think of this under i guess we don't have a total yet wait is there no there's not a total damn it why isn't there a total up what do you think this total is gonna That's be some of these weights 
Some of them wait on it. Um, for Saints? Yeah. Man, I don't even have it up at one book. Yeah. Saints, Falcons, what, 53? That's kind of what I was hoping for. I would think that sounds about right to me. Again, I don't have my stuff, but that seems fair, doesn't it? What do we got in the chat there? What do we think? Does anyone have it? Yeah. Well, yeah. if anyone has a total on that game or has an opinion on it, yeah, totals are up at some places, but it's down there, so it's the only one off the board. Or maybe it's not even on the board as a game. We do a little uh, refreshing there. NFL game props, NFL, NFL, NFL. Well, I have it down at Bet Online, so it'll be interesting to see. Oh, it's up at the Bet Online new website. <laughs> oh God, this shit again. Yeah, the Breeze injury. I'm sure they have it down, but I would assume low fifties. That sounds about right to me. Um, Patriots, no, no, Texans. No numbers up. Oh well. Patriots, right. Texans. We have Patriots playing tonight. Um, I can't imagine I won't be downgrading the Texans a little. And I might be downgrading the Patriots again, although Cam didn't look bad, but everything was just so short. And this is a big step up against a way better defense. So I, that's, you know, we talked about this, and if anybody in here is a, a longtime listener and pays attention to some of the preview shows we do in the summer, Something I really harped on, something I was working on, was like in these first few games, because we don't get the preseason, like I need to answer some questions on these teams, specific things I'm working on. So even the, like the games I don't bet, I have things like that all year long. And I do have a bet on this. I have, you know, the Ravens tonight at a decent number off the opener from the show last week. But I'm going to be glued to see what Cam can do against a tougher defense. Because that's going to be a huge difference in this team. Like, yeah, he he was able to move the ball with short stuff against the worst team of you know of history here. But if it looks really bad against a tough defense, this offense could be in some T R O U B L E. What do you so think? What do you think um, of Houston being a favorite favorite of, against anyone? Like, I don't get that at all. Yeah, but I have I have the Patriots one point better than them on a neutral right now. I make it Houston minus point seven. It's a pick to me. I the 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 bet would be to bet New England, but I want no part of that because also I think if you do want to bet New England here, we can wait. This is something we did last week. We said there's wait. there's not a big way for the other t- you know the line to go the other way. When we did bet this Baltimore line early before the before the Patriots played their game that week, I think if anything, if the Patriots get embarrassed here, maybe this ticks up to three three and a half, and you yeah. get a better Patriots number. So if you want the Patriots, I'd wait. I don't want them. I don't think they've hit where the spot in the market where I want to buy on them yet. Okay. How about the Jags? Have they hit the spot in the market where you want to buy on them? At ten point yeah, dogs here, hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers, ten and a half. Excuse me. I don't know if I'm in the market to be betting big numbers against the Steelers anymore. No, I don't think so Defense either. pretty good yeah. against a young QB. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Um, that Pittsburgh, um, they kind of got their stinker out against uh, the Cowboys, it turns out. That was their stinker. Uh, they're yeah. back on I'm track. I'm making 11.7. Uh, no, thanks. Okay. 
All right. What do you, On the what, road. Uh, That's how badly I have that team rated. Can you tell me as you look down the schedule when uh, Steelers lose their first game? Um, I don't have next year's schedule, Drew. <laughs> Nineteen and zero. Huh? Wow. You see what I you see what I did? That would be hilarious. Because honestly, they are overrated at this point. Like they're they're a good team, but they're not some historic good team. But yeah. The the Ravens deserve to beat them. It'll be a tougher test in two weeks when it's uh, in Pittsburgh. But that 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 should be a bet. Like if the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the tar out of the Jags, this is an all time look ahead spot, man. We might be looking ahead at the Ravens. Um, they have the Washington Football Team, the Bengals, the Browns, and Holsting. The, the Colts have been good, but it's in in Pittsburgh. So the the game in Buffalo. And the game hosting the Ravens. <laughs> this could be a fourteen and two team. That's hilarious. Big Ben taking the whole week off with coronavirus, just hopping in and beating the tar out of a team. What uh, oh. this is? This might be a look at spot though for them. Motivational slow here. They got a short week with. They had a short week with uh, Baltimore Ravens rematch on Thanksgiving night. Coming oh, up. Oh, so you, you've moved to the Tennessee game then. No, I'm talking. I'm talking about Pittsburgh against the uh, as ten and a half point favorites against the Jags. They might win by twenty by accident here. The offense is just too too much for these teams with a bad defense. Like it's just like Ben's gonna have an average depth of target of a yard, and they're gonna have three seventy yard touchdowns. The tackling has been atrocious. Luton isn't gonna be. A, going to play well against uh i mean it is in jacksonville you can take it if you want boy i, I might be out of the business of betting against this team with horrid teams tomlin left on spot yeah i mean i get it it wouldn't i'm not laying the points even though i make it 11 and a half but i'm not interested in the other side maybe the over i make it 10 and a half so i think i'm gonna skip this one damn yeah god this is a good fucking spot for jags it's a good spot but it's, mm. We don't, we don't need There's to, not a lot I like on the card this week, that. so I might end up coming back on that one. We'll see. Um, okay, Cincinnati's a pick em against the Washington football team. Oh, my God. Talk, I don't think I'll watch a minute of this game. <laughs> Total's 46. Uh, under feel like a decent shot to you at all here? Uh, Alex Smith threw the ball like 100 times today. Look bad. I would make the Washington football team a one point three point favorite. This look ahead had it swung to Cincinnati being a one point five point favorite, and it's come back to a pick. So I think the adjustment is proper. Uh, mild, mild lean towards Washington or the under, but probably going to skip a game like this. Get a couple of a young quarterback and an old quarterback slinging it late. It feels like you're going to get garbage timed. Because the whole game will be garbage time. I don't know. I think Washington's pass rush can get home and disrupt. Same way we saw. That's like the best thing. That's the thing he does the best is evade pass rush, extend the pocket, move around. It just doesn't work against a really good secondary. I know it doesn't work when you have a good secondary, and Washington doesn't have that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's... he'll be able to move on this team. So Okay. Okay. Hard pass. Right. How about uh Tennessee Baltimore? Is this a look ahead spot for Baltimore in the same way? I mean they're six and a half point favorites. That's a big number 
against a Tennessee team that has one of the best offenses in football. Um, do you have any interest in taking a six and a half or again, wait until the Ravens do whatever they do tonight? Yeah, I'm going to roll the dice the other way this time. I make the Ravens a fave. Not a fave, obviously. Yes, I make them a favorite. I agree with the market. They are they are better than Tennessee at home. But I make it, oh, I guess it's pretty close to the number. I am like now. I, I am have nowhere. Four, no, no, I am, no, never. I'm not I'm in looking. the stratosphere I have a 4.3. with number. I have a 4.3. I am not in the stratosphere with this number. I'm still looking at the Pittsburgh game. I was wondering why it said the wrong number. Um, I may get 4.3. What is it, 6.5? Yes. Yeah. I, I'm not I, even close to 4.3. How are you 4.3? For, what's Tennessee, what's Tennessee in your rankings? Like 14th or something? Let me look. Like one point better than average, and you're at 4.5 or 5 for Ravens? I have Tennessee 10th, Baltimore 2nd. Okay. I give a little, I give the slightest of downgrades for uh, playing on a Sunday night. Okay, so I think you are, I think you're high on the Ravens relative to the market and low on Tennessee, and yet there's still value here on Tennessee yeah. by the numbers. I'm gonna, but I'm going to wait. I think we have a, a drubbing. I think we cross the seven, and I think I either buy it after tonight or sometime during the week when some Baltimore money comes in. This is the best spot of the whole week for any team. Yeah. Tennessee is getting – If, you're t- if I'm getting two points off and extra you're time to prepare. I should be more than two points off. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, this is they've they've got extra rest. Baltimore has got Pittsburgh revenge on deck. Short on a short week, they're going to be splitting their their prep time a bit. People probably think Baltimore wants revenge for losing in the playoffs last week, Tennessee. I think that's probably silly. Um, I don't think they've been sitting in at home crafting a, a rematch game plan for the Tennessee Titans when that game popped up on their schedule that they're going to deploy in this spot. I think uh, Tennessee's probably live. The question is, take the points now or wait. That second half was wonky. Like Tennessee probably could have, should have won the game. Uh, two two really bad punt results flipped hey, the whole second half. Riddle Stay me better. this. Riddle me this. The market told us how, that what is the separation between Tennessee and Indy? Like five. The, between Tennessee and Indy? Oh no, no! I think I'm looking at Tennessee, Baltimore. Uh, what would that close last week? I had to pick them. So like, Indy was a small three? fave. Yeah. Indy was a small fave. So they're basically saying that they're pretty much the same. Indy and Tennessee. That's my point. And the previous week, they told I us Indy and Baltimore was about the same. Because that went off at a close to a pick. And now we're getting a big fat number. And now we're getting a big fat number. I might be a, I might be a mistake. It might be a mistake. And this this is a thing, I guess. I think they'll want to win. But See, that's like they, that, so that implies that they sat at home after, and yeah. they you know, crafted a specific game plan that they were really going to take it to these guys this year. I, I don't see it. I don't see it. I, I would have listened to that sort of a narrative when it came to um, Green Bay going up against a beaten up uh, San Francisco team on Thursday Night Football that they had something that they had worked on in their pocket because they knew that they were going to have to they knew they were going to have to go through San Francisco so they worked on a specific game plan. I don't think Baltimore knew they had to go through Tennessee and so they worked on a specific game plan for this team. Um, I think Tennessee is probably going to be the right side here. And I think, I don't I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting, I don't which wait. might be a mistake. 
Mm, this is tough, man. I'm waiting. They're going to take it off the board in any minute now. I got to decide. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, it, well, What's the worst case scenario? Baltimore, no, they are, they already Baltimore took plays board. really poorly, and we get like a, a five and a half. Yeah. Do you care at that point? No. I'm Not still really. taking it. So if we can get okay. a seven on this later in the week, God bless. But I, I'm willing to take a six and a half, and hopefully they beat the ever living tomorrow car morning. out of uh, forty-two seven. Yeah, fingers crossed. I really need a no sweat winner, man. I need a couple of get rights here. It would be good. You know what my biggest edge is this week, according to this, and this is again not adjusted. It would be uh, taking Dallas going to Minnesota at nine and a half. Yeah, no. Like, I can't do that. Such a big that number, be, though. It is a big number. and uh, It's going to get smaller bad. after Chicago beats your boys tomorrow. Yeah. So, I'm going to look into that a little. That might be another. Um, it's off the board a couple places. Most everywhere, it looks like. Unless you're seeing it. I'm not. Maybe okay. they don't know if Gilbert's going to go or if uh, oh, what else is on the board? Quick, go. Oh, so we got we got kickoff here in a few minutes. Probably starting now. Cole's Kansas City's Kansas City's pretty okay. short. Kansas City is pretty short coming off the bye, and everybody loves to bet Andy Reid coming off the bye. So take the seven now. Do you concur? That, I make that, it eight. That, that gets that gets bet up, right? Yeah, I make it eight. This can we bad, take a uh, Can we take a, a, a no sweat feel good? Side for once, not trying to be too fancy, too smart. You read on the road, here. indoors, in the Roomba, playing a team. KC um, minus seven, minus 105. I'm in. Yep. All right. Feel good about that one. Adding Andy Reid off a bye. All right, if you're the kind of person that um, that shudders at narratives, be prepared to hear the Andy Reid off a bye narrative 500 times this week. Well, it's going to get bet up. I didn't even change it. Yeah, it's gonna go to like it's gonna go to like nine, nine and a half. I make 10, it eight, maybe. so I'm fine betting it. I make it. Uh, I make it seven, but plus the buy bump on that eight and a half. Packers Colts. This one I have nuts on. Good game. <clears throat> I make it Indy minus one point six at home. I have them rated pretty closely. Green Bay is a weird team to me. I've not touched a lot of their games. Oh, Kansas City is Sunday Night Football. That's cool. Yeah, even extra rest. Extra, extra, extra rest. Okay. Um, Miami-Denver, you got a thought? You surprised Miami's pretty short there? Going up to altitude? Where'd I get Young this? team playing hot. Man, this I has been adjusted. This has been adjusted off the look ahead, pretty decent amount in Miami's favor. But I don't. I don't know who's got the stomach to walk to the window and bet Denver this week. Do you? No. Um, what would you? What would you do for upgrades and downgrades? Denver mild downgrade. Just mild downgrade on Denver. Yeah, mild yeah, upgrade fourth, on Miami. The fourth but, quarter stuff is you know they can't. They can't. Yeah. This is. Yeah. You have defense. a you have a conservative defensive head coach who just saw his quarterback throw four picks. They're going to craft a super conservative game plan this week. Denver is, and that does not match up well going up against the Miami defense that is legit. I think Denver that total is probably fair play to the under at forty six and a half. Yep, if that gets um, screwed up, it's because Miami scores a couple on defense, which is totally in play. I'm going to take Miami that 46. I'm going to take that under 46. 
Where are you seeing that? Uh, bookmaker and Pinnacle, supposedly. Let me see. I have a 44 and a half. Oh, so that just got that. Somebody else thought the same thing that we thought. Yeah, I'm seeing a 45 available at this point. Oh, I take a 45. Where's that bookmaker? Yep. Pay a little extra for the under, but... Uh, I don't hate that. How much? 11. All right, but I, I, if you're going to play this, you got to get it before it gets to 44. Where it Home is Depot, going. this is like a fishing store out in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Oh, I don't like. I don't mind 45 and minus 111. That's cool by me. Okay. That's cool. All right, adding. I'm adding it to the banner, and I Do think we it. might be. That might be about it. Bucks Rams. A couple minutes on that, and we'll. Watch Ooh, that's the game. a fun game too. Is that Monday Night Football game? It is. Should we that's leave it, cool or do we want to touch it today? No, let's talk about that one. I told you I have the Rams highly rated. Tampa Bay, if anything, I, I'm i not going to upgrade them because I said this last week, I, I didn't give them a massive downgrade. Like, you can't do that off one really stinky game. So this number's pretty much nuts on for me. Hmm. If I had to bet it, I'd bet the Rams, actually, if you made yeah, me. But I, I, I would, too, I but I'm like, not going to. I make it 3.2. I make it... I make it two and a half. So I'm gonna dig into that matchup a little bit more. What's Something the maybe saying the total on. I mean, it's tough. It's it's tough to back the Rams this week because they're coming off of such a big win, uh, and they have on deck. And oh yeah, by the way, this is what trip number what for the Rams going to the East Coast. Six. That's their thirteenth trip east. Jesus Christ! I just put it on the banner, dear. So, which one? Oh yeah, this is the the trip out to. Yeah, everybody else is buying souvenirs and shit, and I don't like souvenirs. So I said I'll just buy a hat at this fishing store for an excuse to walk into a fishing store. Um. Yeah. So my biggest edges are Dallas, which will be really gross to bet, and Tennessee, which I'm waiting on. A little value on Pittsburgh, which I can't, in good faith, lay the 10. And then a little bit on New England. God, gross. Hey, that Rams number is too big. That's going to go to three. Could be. Do I take the three and a half now? That's, that's for sure going to three. Interior pressure from the Rams could frazzle Brady, and we could see that offense sputter a little. Not to the levels we saw versus New Orleans, but if I had to bet it, it would be the Rams. So I'd give you my blessing. I All right, I'm going to take uh, the Rams at three and a half. And yeah, that Whit, Whit, that, that's a good point, too. Uh, Whit, Whitfield, Whitford. Can't think oh, of did he? Oh, see. He, he oh, got man, carted off. Intention. Shit. Like, it was bad. It was a bad one. So maybe, maybe we'll off. Yeah, I'm not 100% caught up on injuries. It's, it's a chore every week. And that's where we appreciate you in the chat for reminding us. Thanks, BJV511. You're the best. Maybe the ender is the play there, then. 48 and a half. Getting a call from Vegas right now. Oh, cool. Screaming right. unknown call. Let's, uh, let's close it down. Good job. Uh, or... Yeah, I need a bailout this week. Come on, Ravens and Bears, please bail me out. <laughs> I'm. Would you take the Bears game? Just straight up. 
I got money line and I got uh, three at minus one twenty. Good, good, good. I have plus. Eight. So, actually, remind me to bring oh. this up Wednesday or maybe three is at now. Three is at plus one hundred now, so it's coming. It's going against me. Great. I, can get I have food. a eight and a half and a teaser to go with the Colts. Thank God I got all those extra points with the Colts. Good job. It looked like it at halftime, man. So, all right. Hey, thanks, guys, in the stream. Yeah, thank you. We'll we'll catch you at halftime. We'll catch you at halftime. And if you're listening to this as a podcast on Monday, we'll catch you at halftime. Best of luck.